Now, when it comes to your IRA, don't forget your RMDs. You also need to think about your FRA, LTC, and FEHB. No one wants to listen to another boring financial show. That's why Alicia and Josh Lewis and Chuck Lehman created the NOCO Retirement Report as a way to break down the complex world of retirement planning to something that's simple and easy to understand and have some fun while doing it. Here's the Lehman Lewis team with the NOCO Retirement Report. Good morning and welcome to the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, most Americans get a failing grade when it comes to retirement literacy. Now, that's according to the American College of Financial Services. I don't know if any of us will ever attend the American College of Financial Services, but they do this tremendous research for us. 89% of female participants flunked a 38-question quiz, while 72% of men failed the quiz. So we're going to get our esteemed party of three today together and, and cuss and discuss this and get ready for the week. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, welcome to the show. Well, good Thank morning. You. Good morning. Good morning. Alicia, we'll start with you. There is a gap in the scores. Uh, bottom line is most of us are lacking in financial literacy, now especially in the area of retirement. So what topics do you find that most people struggle with when they sit down with our Lehman Lewis financial family and start planning for retirement? What I see the most is that people are struggling with the actual retirement planning mindset, if you will, because when you've been in the accumulation phase for all these years, when you're working and you're just saving money and you're kind of throwing as much as you can into uh, your 401k, into the market, into savings, all of that, But when you arrive at retirement or when you sit down and you start planning for that retirement, what we're seeing is that that shift of mindset is a little bit lacking um, in the education piece because, again, they they haven't ever – um, invested the way uh, that a retiree should be investing in having a plan, first of all, and making sure that, hey, you know what, my my uh, my paycheck is stopping, and now where am I going to get this paycheck from? And how am I going to really m- make sure that my money doesn't run out, but I'm still enjoying the money that I've saved for, but also have that mind shift of now is the time to enjoy retirement and enjoy the money that I've saved. So, so many times when we sit down with people, they're like, oh, I'm having a hard time spending because I've just been in this habit of save, 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 save. And to to really kind of retrain their brain once they have that plan into place that, hey, you can absolutely spend this money, but let's first get your plan in place. Mm, yeah, so true. Getting something in place is key. And Chuck, researchers in this study, now they've said that men often claim to have higher levels of knowledge and then they test poorly. Women, their knowledge actually is more in line with their actual uh, literacy scores. So women are being more honest about what they don't know when it comes to finance. How do you get... And you've been doing this 45 plus years now. How do you try it? Because you're bringing couples in a lot of times and maybe, again, we guys are terrible at sharing. Um, Sometimes we just feel like we just got to, you know, put our head down and grind through the finances. Um, So how do you get everybody on the same page when it comes to planning for retirement? 
You know, that's a really good uh, question. And, you know, this kind of goes along with, you know, the females not knowing what's going on. But the guys, I mean, we know everything. And if you don't believe Darn us, right. just ask us. And a lot of times. Do you times feel ganged I, up on, by the way, Alicia? <laughs> uh, I'm, you know what? I'm just shaking my head because we, all of us women know the truth here. Well, it's kind of like a Tim Allen thing. You know, we're going to be able to fix anything. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, you know, and, and I think of just recently we had this uh, gentleman and his wife in, and it was his name was Terry. And anyway, he had no idea that, uh, you know, what it took for retirement. Uh, I mean, no idea. He just thought, well, I've, I've saved all this money. But he, again, we're talking about the plan. And he said, you know, I, I have how much does it take? I mean, you know, people told me it takes a million dollars. Well, I have a million and a half in my 401k and, and some Roth. Well, again, everybody's situation is different. When we went through saying, okay, here's what Social Security is going to do. Here's what you need to supplement your Social Security to make sure that you've got enough money for income. And we have to take inflation into consideration. And he kind of had this look on his face like, I didn't think about that. And then when we start saying, okay, what happens, you know, with, uh, you know, how how are you going to pay the taxes on this? And how do you make this most tax efficiently? Because this is where most people are really getting blindsided of, uh, you know, because we've been told in the past, oh, you're going to be in a lower income tax bracket. No, you're not you're probably going to be in a higher income tax bracket when this when a dust settles and they start raising the taxes to cover all this money that they've been spending over the last couple of years and everything that they're you know uh, passing this year where's the money going to come from well then when you put that into the into the mix now they're starting to think maybe I don't know everything and then when you start talking to him about, like he said, well, health care, you know, I hear about health care. Well, doesn't my Medicare and Medicare supplement, isn't that going to take care of it? Yes, it will, you know, the most of it, but studies are showing $250,000, $300,000 at, uh, a, you know, a couple of age 65, by the time they hit their life expectancy, is going to have to pay out of their pocket. And I'm not talking just about long-term care. I'm talking about out-of-pocket for uh, medical expenses that's not covered and medication. And then, of course, most people aren't thinking about, well, yeah, I uh, yeah, – some people say, no, I don't want to leave an inheritance. Other people, yeah, I want to leave a legacy. Other whatever's left over. Well, whatever that is, you have to have a plan for that. So this is where people that uh, men, you need help. It's like so, an engineer comes in here. I don't know. I don't know their work. And they don't know what we do. And that's where we get together and we help one another and try to come up with a plan so that you know where you're going. And you don't have to do this alone, and you shouldn't do it alone. Mm, no, you should not. And in fact, our Layman Lewis Financial Family provides you a complimentary resource. It's called the Checklist Challenge. Are you ready for retirement? All you have to do is log in to LaymanLewisResources.com forward slash list. LaymanLewisResources forward slash list and, and download uh, actually, you'll be emailed the checklist challenge, and you'll get that resource. Uh, all you have to do is input your email address again, laymanlewisresources.com forward slash list, and take that checklist challenge. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. And Josh, 
there certainly is a difference between managing your monthly household budget and having an income strategy in retirement. Can you help differentiate that for the listening audience today? Well, when you think about kind of managing a household budget, right, you got income coming in, you got maybe you or your spouse or both of you are working, you're generating W-2, you know, earned income. Every two weeks, you know, you're getting the direct deposit from your employer. And then you're managing the outflows, right? You're cutting the check to Excel and your cell phone and your mortgage and all of that. And you kind of have this idea of what the the baseline sort of status quo amounts are. And you know that, you know, you got to put out X and you're taking in Y, so on and so forth. And so I think some of that is, you know, complicated or not as it might be for some people. When you look at retirement planning, you still have those same things, right? You still got to make sure all the outflows are accounted for, but then you got to make sure you have that consistent income piece coming in. So then you're sort of tasked with, yes, I'm not working. However, I have to make sure that I have a residual income coming in every month to meet those outflows. So it's sort of like taking the ordinary tasks and then adding the the inflows of cash on top of that. So I think there's a little bit more to manage there where you got to look at a lot of different sort of factors to make sure you're still hitting all those outflows sort of business as usual. And Alicia, most of the time we are talking with couples, but during a retirement one spouse is going to pass away before the other more often than not. And so when you talk about having conversations with the, the, the couple, you do have to do that planning for when one of you passes and you have to be prepared for something like that. So can you talk about the conversations that you have um, when they make sure that there's income for the surviving spouse? Absolutely. This is a huge conversation that we have and continue to have when we sit down with our families that we represent. Um, you know, it, it is statistically uh, proven or, you know, st- statistics show that uh, men usually die before women. Because mm-hmm. we make really great decisions. <laughs> because they want to. Oh my gosh! What? Oh, wow. You guys are so bad. I, you know, I'm gonna agree with Josh on this one because they make really well, great. She, we live together, so she sees it in real life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyways, so it is a conversation that we have a lot, and it's a conversation that not only do we have, but we plan for, and then we're able to show people in the retirement roadmap that we're, we're creating for people, this is what happens if, or should I say when, one of you passes away. So we show the scenario of both, you know, husband or wife, whoever dies first, this is what happens because not only is there a lot of uh, income changes that happen, you know, you lose a social security, um, but also you think about taxes. Taxes are going to go up when you're uh, filing single, as well as just the life changes and making sure that both husband and wife are very involved with the the planning, the retirement planning, so that they're not, you know, like a, a deer in the headlight going, oh my gosh, what what's going to happen now? You know, it's, it's really, um, I have to say just, we have seen quite a few just being in the business as long as I've been in the business, as long as Chuck's been in the business and Josh too, we have seen, um, you know, 
deaths in, in our families that we represent. And it, it's really hard, but it's also one of those things where we can, you know, be there for them. And it's not a big surprise for them when we say, Hey, remember we had a plan for this and this is how it's going to work. And so again, I, it, it is a hard discussion sometimes of, all right, we need to talk about this. You know, no, nobody ever wants to talk about what life looks like without their spouse. Mm-hmm. I mean, most everybody doesn't <laughs> like the thought of that, but um, she's getting looks from across the room. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, but it is, um, it, it's a very big conversation and it needs to be done. And the plan needs to incorporate that. And that's why we do it because it's very, very important. So as you're out there today, have you thought about it? Have you thought about what life would be like without your spouse? If you haven't taken that time, you need to sit down with a team that's done this for generations. And our team at Lehman Lewis has done just that. We've sat through and talked with people about those most important conversations. You can too. Reach out today at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. We'll continue with the NOCO Retirement Report after this. Start taking back control of your financial future by joining the Lehman Lewis team for an upcoming dinner seminar. These events are filling up fast, so reserve your spot today. Call 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it, his son Chuck built on it and continued it, and now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call. 970-519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today. 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. Are you confused on when to take your social security? Don't leave it up to chance. The Lehman Lewis team can help you get the most out of your social security benefits. Call now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. You can reach out to the Lehman Lewis Financial Team at 970-446-1234. 970-446-1234. And on the web, if you want to go to laymanlewisresources.com, we have some great downloadable free resources for you. They're complimentary of Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. All you have to do is input your name and your email address. And whether you want information on what could rob your retirement uh, money, how long will it last, if you want a uh, checklist, checklist challenge, you can get all of those at laymanlewisresources.com. 
Now, as we drive through here, Chuck, uh, we've repeated the stats time and time again that thousands of baby boomers retire every day, and by 2030, and that's not all that far off, they'll all be 65 or older. And if baby boomers are up to bat for retirement, that means Gen X is on deck. <laughs> and that's uh, looking me looking myself right in the mirror. So we'll talk about Gen X here in a minute, but tens of thousands turn 65 every day, and the number of boomers retiring picked up uh, the pace in 2020 thanks to the pandemic. So when you have that many people leaving the workforce, what could be the potential impact on our economy? Well, there's quite a few different impacts that it's going to have on the uh, economy. But, you know, the one that I'm looking at currently is the fact that all of these baby boomers are trying to figure out what do I do with my 401k and my IRAs? And, you know, like we've been saying, the majority of them don't have a plan. And a lot of them don't have a plan because of what you just said is that they were forced to retire. Um, you know, we've had a lot of people that they weren't planning on retiring, but they kind of got shoved out or, you know, it's just like, I, I don't want to work from home. I can't, you know, all the different reasons, but we're having so many people that are retiring earlier than what they had planned on. Now, what's that, what is that going to do to the, the economy? Well, it can be a good thing. It can be a bad thing. Um, you know, the, the good thing is they're spending money. If they have a plan, if they have, you know, uh, a lot of income that they want to travel and now they're starting to travel, they're spending money on their homes and they're doing things that they haven't done in years. And uh, the, you know, the problem of it is, is that we're finding out a lot of these people are saying, yeah, I wanted to remodel my kitchen, but I can't get anybody to do it because they're booked up for the next nine months. Or they can't get, you know, I talked to somebody the other day, and so we're trying to buy a dining room table, and it's been on back order for six months because, you know, they're not making furniture. They can't, they can't keep up with it. So there's a lot of things that um, I think is going to affect the economy because they have money to spend, but it seems like what they want to buy, they can't because manufacturing has been down. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, and Josh, uh, I, I am speaking to myself somewhat with this, but it, part of Generation X, and that is me, um, it's tempting for Gen Xers to just tune out and say, you know, retirement talk, that's that's more for my parents. Well, my dad has passed. My mom is in her 80s, so she's squarely, you know, deep into retirement, and that means I need to really be thinking about it. Um, you know, you, you still think that you can earn a living and, you know, everything's just hunky-dory and, and you're just going to work as long as you want to. Uh, and that may not be the case, um, you know, and with baby boomers leaving the workforce, it means there's less revenue coming into the economy, all these cyclical things. So what should Gen Xers be thinking of right now? Making the most of your time right now. So, you know, all those people who are thinking, oh, I don't, I can sort of tune out for this section. <laughs> don't, because you know, I, I say this time and time again, where people love to talk about timing the market, and it's really great, and it's sexy, and it's fun. But I think there is no replacement for time in the market. When you think about a lot of people in Gen X sort of demographic, right, 45, 50 years old, most of those folks are in their peak earning years right now. So they're seeing probably their highest wages that they're going to see over the course of their lifetime. They're going to be gainfully employed, you know, for the next 10 to 15 years. 
you probably whittled down some debt if you've been smart about it. So this is really your best opportunity to maximize saving for your retirement and to maximize investing for your retirement. So don't look at this as, you know, something you can put off for the next 10 or 15 years because you're going to get to a point and you're going to really be upset if you didn't really take advantage of that because you can't, you know, jump in the DeLorean and go back in time and do it all over again. So it's important that you're really taking advantage of this period of time to maximize all of that savings. And a lot of you might be thinking, you know, I don't want to wait until I'm 65 years old to retire. And in order to do that, you need to start thinking about not putting everything into your 401k and IRA, primarily your 401k. A lot of times we talk to people that are in the Gen X age of saying, hey, uh, how much are, is your company matching? And we recommend that they don't do any more than what the match is and then take the excess money if they are uh, disciplined enough to do this and put it into something that is uh, that they can get to before age 59 and a half so that they can retire early and not have to wait. Mm. So if you're a Gen Xer and you're tooling down the road, you know, bopping to the tunes, maybe you've got some 80s rock band going on, and but all of a sudden this retirement starts uh, creeping up on you, and maybe you're somebody that does want to retire early. Maybe you're, you know, almost, uh, you know, getting close to 60. Maybe at 62 you want to retire or 65. Well, if you're 55, that's that's a decade away. And so often we talk about having a plan. The plan is a key to getting retirement income. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, our entire Lehman Lewis financial family would love to sit down and explore that plan with you. The way to reach our team is 970-446-1234. The number again, 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. Now, Alicia... As you know, Gen X, they're, they have probably wondered for a while now, can they count on Social Security? Well, I would still think in the next you know, 10 years as they're transitioning in, even though things get you know, rocky uh, with uh, elections and things, that um, the conversation is still there about the healthiness of Social Security. So what about Social Security and Gen Xers and where they're headed with their retirement income plan? Well, I, I personally think that people are still going to get their social security. I think, um, you know, the Gen Xers will still get that. I think the next, uh, what's after Gen X, the Gen Y, I think Gen Y <laughs> is probably on the, the, the line. They're probably going to be saying, well, why, why don't I get it? Um, but I, I personally think that Gen Xers will receive social security. Um, but I, I still think it's really important that if you're on that line where you're saying, I, you know, I just don't know, I don't think I'm going to get it. Maybe start planning your retirement, looking at your retirement and, um, without it and, and say, okay, well, what would that income gap be? And how can I close that gap with putting more money away? Because I think a lot of times people get really comfortable in their high earning years and they kind of get that lifestyle creep and they don't budget as well. They, they make more than what they spend. And so they're not quite as intentional as what they once were. Um, and I, I think it's uh, a habit that just naturally kind of occurs. And so when you take control of that habit and say, you know what, 
I am going to be intentional and I am going to be purposeful for, for how I'm saving. And I want, um, of course, to always hope for the best, but plan for the worst. And what does that look like if the worst is I don't get social security? What does that income gap look like? So, you know, there's, there's a lot of, again, just being intentional and, um, I guess just not, not letting things pass by, uh, you know, and just letting life just keep going, uh, save your money and, uh, get a plan together ultimately. And I think really just to chime in on that, you know, honestly, where a lot of people talk about social security going away, I don't think for Gen X, it's going to go away, but I don't think Gen X folks should really plan on receiving like mom and dad's you know, social security structure. I think we're going to see a lot of different changes to the overall structure of how that's paid out, changes in full retirement age benefits, um, possibly even a means testing sort of metric. So I think there's going to be a lot of differences of what it looks like today versus what it's going to look like in 20 years. So I really do subscribe to that fact that you need to really plan ahead and do that for yourself and not rely on it the way your mom and dad are going to receive it. So Chuck, I, we have about two minutes left in this segment. Can, is, is there ever a time to say, you know, I'm too young to start planning for retirement? No, definitely not. You know, uh, as a matter of fact, uh, I should start talking to my grandboys are eight and 10 about retirement. Well, well I remember yeah, mom when and you, dad already have, tell, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you would tell me when I was a kid, Alicia, I know you're, you're just a kid, but you need to start saving for retirement. You need to, he'd always make me put away um, 10% to tithe and 10% to savings. Always, whether I wanted to or not, um, that, that's hard. that was that. That is hard at a young age. That it, was instilled in me. I, I found, uh, I was going through stuff here a year or so ago and found an old uh, savings account, uh, passbook savings account, if you remember those. Oh, yeah. Some of you do. <laughs> And, uh, and it was, you know, every week I was putting money into my savings account and it was 10% of whatever I was making from mowing lawns, uh, you know, cleaning, a, a neighborhood restaurants, oh my gosh. things like was that. Was that something in grandma's box? Like, a, yes, like, it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Anyway, you should save but that it's, it. it's never too early to save, you know, for retirement. The, the more you save in the beginning, the more you're going to have. Uh, it doesn't take a lot to, uh, I mean, if you take a calculator and just say, okay, if I save X of, you know, 10% of what I'm making and, and I only make three, 4%, and you put that out over a period of, you know, 20 years, my gosh, the, it's just unbelievable. But the, the point of it is, is doing something. You've got to start saving, and the earlier, the better. Uh, that way you don't have to save so much at the end. Yeah, I don't found interest, folks. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no kidding. I don't know that I've ever heard anybody that got to retirement and said, wow, I saved too much. What a, what a dumb idea. I just, I, I don't know anybody that would say that. You, oh, I mean, man. again, because then it, if you get to retirement and you have more than you anticipated, guess what? You get to help your grandkids. You get to help philanthropic organizations. You get to help yourself do things that you never imagined you could do. But the only way you can do it is if you start and get a plan. So sit down with our Lehman Lewis Financial family. Reach out today at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. You can find us on the web at laymanlewis.com. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report after this. Do you need a second opinion on your retirement plan? 
Give the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team a call now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 5%. But even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dream. To get your copy of this free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. I am not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and am paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Will you be paying too much in taxes when you retire? Find out by going to laymanlewisresources.com slash tax. That's laymanlewisresources.com slash tax. This is the NOCO Retirement Report. Along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, Gen Xers are topic today. Gen Xers, they aren't retiring in droves just yet, but they're awfully worried about how ready they are for retirement. Um, so, Alicia, let's throw this to you. You know, Gen Xers in their mid-50s, it's a group that, uh, again, I think they're thinking they're still young, but, you know, uh, retirement's not all that far off. And so, you know, there are things that uh, Gen Xers should be thinking about because, you know, the one thing is it, it is never you're never too young to start thinking about it. And uh, so what about, you know, let's say they're uh, so I'm 54. Let's say in 12 years, I figure at 66, I'm I'm good enough to retire. What kind of things should I be accomplishing in the next decade to 12 years? Well, I think ultimately um, getting control of uh, what your lifestyle is and how you're spending your money. And I'm not saying, you know, there's one extreme to another. You know, there's like the the saying, um, live like no one else so that you can live like no one else. Mm-hmm. Dave Ramsey says sure. that all the time. He does. And, and while I appreciate that quote a lot, I also am like, but still live, right? You still want to live, but just be intentional. And so over the next, next decade, and I think we all can agree on this. A decade goes a lot faster than what it used to when we were kids, right? I am just blown away how every year just goes faster than the last. And so for the next 10, 12 years, I think it really boils down to how are you how are you spending your money? How are you positioning your investments in a way of, you know, you you have a little bit of time on your side, but at the same time you don't want to you don't want to put all the chips on the table and and be too aggressive. And then really again, saving, 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 saving. Look at how you're spending your money. Any, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times people come into our office and 95% of them never have a budget and that's okay. But when we sit down and say, okay, let's put a budget together. We want you to go home, do your homework, put, 
put this budget together, they come back and they're like, we had no idea where all of our money was going and oh my gosh. And so just getting a handle on that, I think is really, really key to uh, becoming more intentional and becoming a better saver. Yeah. All right. And just to Go to kind of discuss that too. I think a lot of times what we focus in on is the the assets, the investments, the retirement savings, all of that. But I think another thing you should do as you're getting closer and closer to retirement is sort of identify what you want to do and what you want uh, that yes. to look like. Because <laughs> ultimately, a lot of that's going to sort of shape that future budget and look at, you know, what are you putting your money into and what are you going to value when you hit that retirement date? Because a lot of times right now, this is where you're setting up sort of those lifestyle goals and all those longer term objectives of what you want to do. So if you're not identifying it now, I think you're going to get a little behind the curve of what, you know, you actually want your retirement to look like. And then that sort of muddies the waters a little bit of what that's going to cost and what you sort of need to plan for in that regard. All right. So there are Gen Xers and then, of course, the baby boomers and both a part of the sandwich generation. Not only was it a meal of choice in the in part of those folks lives, uh, but it's also the sandwich between the generations of maybe you're caring for children while you're also caring for your your parents or, or an elder adult, maybe an aunt or an uncle that uh, was having some troubles. And so you're you're caught in the middle. You're sandwiched in the middle, if you will. So, Chuck, if you have financial responsibilities or caregiving duties to multiple family members, how can this potentially impact your own well-being in the future? Well, you know, that's a very interesting question because we have seen uh, quite a few people that have been caregivers for their parents. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and and I'll tell you a story of a a dear friend, client of ours. She took care of her parents, her her mom and her dad. Her dad then passed away. Then she took care of her mom. All this went on for like 12 years. And when they both passed away, she was, I think, 69 years old. She looked like she was 80. She acted like she was 80. She had to have somebody come in and... and, uh, uh, house sit or, you know, be with her parents when she went out and went grocery shopping. And it aged her like you can't believe. Well, when her mom finally passed away, and they both were in her 90s when they passed away, within a year, I mean, her whole demeanor had changed. Her whole countenance had changed. She was like a young person again, younger, you know, than what she was. She was able to go to Bible study. She was able to go out to lunch. This is something that a lot of people in, uh, you know, the warm fuzzy is, well, I'm going to take care of my parents. And, you know, that's, that's good, you know, well and good that you have a heart for that. But you can't a lot of times. You can't physically, you can't emotionally, and you can't uh, mentally just do this. So you've got to really look at it and say, can I do this? Uh, I would love to, but you you have to have these hard discussions with your parents if those are the ones that you're always saying that I'm going to take care of, uh, because it and and you know most of the time they don't want you to go through that. Yeah, they would like a a family member to take care of them, but when push comes to shove, they realize that it's almost impossible. Uh, so the, you really have to take a hard look at that and have those hard discussions with your with your parents. But I mean, I I know even people now that are taking care of their kids and taking care of their parents, and there really is just no other option. And, And speaking to that, I think it's important to really 
make sure that you are getting a break. Make sure that you are maybe in a support group or you have some time that you can step away and and have somebody, you know, cover a shift or or however you want to say that. Um, because it's important to make sure that that you're well so that you Get can some you time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yep. So also to that point, I think too, for a lot of folks, you know, they want to help their kids. And it comes back to that warm and fuzzy kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, selfishly, you have to look at how is that, is that being a detriment to your retirement plan? And I think for some clients, you know, we've asked them just that hard question of, are you actually helping your kids or are you enabling and them yeah. right now? Yeah. Because you're putting your retirement at risk. You're putting your assets out there for your kids. And at what point do you finally say, stop, this has got to be about me to a certain extent because I can't help everyone all the time. Yeah, so. it's such a, you know, I mean, we all want to take things on and believe we can do it. And all of a sudden you get in the middle of it and it's like uh, the stream that all of a sudden becomes a torrent and you don't want to get sucked under, folks. It, it really is. Have the conversation now while everybody can weigh in and you can make prudent decisions that are made in, you know, Alicia Alicia talks so much about intentionality. Be intentional about your decisions with your loved ones and with yourself prior to getting into the situation. It's the best time to plan when there's not pressure on your shoulders. Reach out at 970-446-1234. And that's the number for our Lehman Lewis Financial Group family. 970-446-1234. On the web, you can find us at laymanlewis.com. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, Josh, for those who are getting closer to the doorstep of retirement, what should they be thinking about as they want to try and make a smooth transition into this retirement plan? You know, I think it comes back to looking at kind of a lot of different analysis. You know, I always like to say the numbers don't lie and we like to take, you know, kind of those different numerical metrics and sort of race them against one another. You know, looking at your budget, looking at your lifestyle, looking at your goals and objectives and sort of putting that together with all of your assets and then looking at, you know, kind of back to that income conversation of, How do we generate this income and what does that look like when we sort of race it against all of sort of your hopes and dreams and objectives so that then we can build out that plan? So it's not this guesswork, you know, of saying, well, gosh, when I do retire, what am I going to do? And I think a lot of times people don't kind of put in that forethought to really, you know, put themselves in a position to sort of hit the ground running and and have this income plan ready to roll. They're going to, you know, it's an easy thing to procrastinate, I suppose. And so a lot of times people aren't putting in the work to sort of identify the outgoing expenses versus the incoming income to really look at how do those things line up and how does that really, you know, quantify to what I want to do with my life in retirement. So when we hit retirement, we're responsible for paying ourselves. We are generating the income off of our life's work. And Alicia, how do we know when we've earned enough? saved enough, compiled enough to cover the anticipated expenses in retirement. 
Well, and I, again, that's the, it comes back to what Josh just said. Numbers don't lie. And so making sure that you have a plan and again, a, not only a plan for what, what is happening with your portfolio and your investments and, and your retirement planning, you know, we, we look at those five key areas, making sure that you have an investment plan, an income plan, a tax plan, a healthcare plan, and a legacy plan, but then also really digging into great We've got all that put together. What do you want to do in retirement? Because it, without having that discussion, there, what are you planning for, right? <laughs> so you're planning to spend this money, but really, what do you want to spend your money on? So again, it really comes back to um, how have you saved? What kind of income do you need uh, to support the kind of lifestyle that you want in retirement? And and it all comes back to that that planning and being intentional. I, I just, uh, Alicia, you said that, and we've got two minutes left in this segment, and and I want you all to sound off in this because I I I truly believe you've sat down with people and said, you know, what is it you want to do? And there's silence, there's blank stares, they start fidgeting in their chair because they, they've never, obviously they've never retired before, or hopefully they haven't, uh, but also they've <laughs> never sat down and thought about it. So uh, tell me about that when you sit across the, the table from folks and we're around that kitchen table and you say, hey, you know, what do you want to do with your retirement? And, and there's dead silence. It yeah. Go you ahead. know, I was going to say so many people will, will look at us like deer in the headlights and say, <laughs> no one's ever asked me that before. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's an important question, because what are you going to do in retirement? Uh, are you just going to sit there and watch, you know, uh, reruns of uh, Home Alone or what? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it, it's going to, you know, what are you going to do in retirement? And we find so many people that, that they say, well, you know, I'm, I've got a lot of, of fixing up to do at the house. I said, well, that's great. Uh, you know, for six months, then what are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, I've even heard people say, oh, I'm retiring because, you know, I've, I always thought when I worked for 45 years, I'd be done. Or, or, oh, once I saved X amount of money, I, I was going to retire. It's a spot you know, on the road. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes back like what Chuck said, you know, what are you retiring to? But also that question of, do you love what you do right now? You know, because sometimes retirement might not be the best thing. If you just love what you do, you love your job, you love, you know, just everything about it. Why would you retire? Mm. Because again, I, I think it's important to remember lifestyle is everything. That is the whole purpose of retirement. So it's not, it, it's not just about money or, you know, fixing up your house. It's, it's all about like the, the second season of your life of, you know, what, what is your purpose in retirement? So I like the story yeah. that uh, Lisha told uh, probably a, uh, last week or a couple of weeks ago about a, a client that, they, well, what are you going to do in retirement? Well, we have this property up in, in Montana. We're going to build a cabin. We're going to move up there. And his wife looked at him like, what? Yeah. <laughs> we're, no, uh, we are? No, no we're, we're not. not. I never had that discussion. <laughs> well, they did, but it had been like 30 years ago. And she's yeah. like, all of our grandkids are here. I don't want to move. <laughs> oh, so, man. so have you had those most important discussions about that second chapter of your life? If this sounds like something that... A, you haven't done, and B, you want to do, then you need to pick up the phone and call our Lehman Lewis Financial Group family, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewis.com. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report after this. 
Are you divorced and not sure if your ex is still listed as a beneficiary? The Lehman Lewis team can help you find out. Make sure your money goes to who you want it to. Call now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it. His son Chuck built on it and continued it. And now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call, 970-519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today, 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. Call the Lehman Lewis team now to get started on your retirement plan. 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. And all right, guys, we're going to play a little Would You Rather here in this uh, final segment of the show today. So, uh, Alicia, retirees face a lot of choices when they get to retirement. And it can feel like quite a dilemma, if you will, trying to make final decisions with what you'll do and where you want to go and all of those things. And then there are the tough financial questions as well. It's kind of, again, like the longest game of would you rather that you might ever play. So here's the first question in our version of the game, would you rather? Would you rather never be stuck in traffic again or would you rather never get another cold? Oh, man. I would say um, never get another cold. Okay. And especially yeah. if, <laughs> if it has, you know. Especially now. I it. feel like you can't even get a cold now without people being like giving you the eye. Like mm -hmm. you got the Rona. You got the Rona. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, uh, it is tough, um, but you think obviously stuck in traffic. Now those who live in smaller towns may – you know, the relative term is um, maybe stuck in traffic. It takes them 10 minutes to get home rather than five. But when you're in a bigger city, uh, being stuck in traffic is something that's, that's awful tough. All right, uh, Chuck, I'll throw this one to you. When you think about your own retirement, would you rather have your coffee in the peace and quiet of your patio every morning? Or would you rather have it with your closest friends at the coffee shop? Well, I'd probably say with my closest friend, my wife at home. On go. the patio. On the oh. patio. Very nice. No, no, no. I, you know what? I'm going to pull what my kids always say. You can't combine them. You have to choose one or the other. <laughs> and it's highly unlikely that she's going to even listen to the well, show. Then, all right. So, so let's get honest yeah. here then. Brown, <laughs> brownie points don't mean anything Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. I really like my quiet time in the mornings with just by myself, mm -hmm. to be real honest with you. And that's yeah. all right. I mean, some of us and do. Besides, who can go to a coffee shop? You know, you got to have your <laughs> muzzle on. Stop. And... In the real world. Oh, in the... I don't know what the real world is anymore. 
Well, didn't MTV have the real world? Oh, my right. gosh. <laughs> not even so. All right. Well, right, which doesn't seem outlandish by today's standards. Not, not so. at all. Not at all. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. All right, Josh, your turn. Um, the question's pretty much why we talk about preparing for retirement every week right now. Um, so we can have lots of days in retirement where our biggest dilemma in the morning is just where we have our first cup of coffee. Uh, and so I guess, would you rather have that peace and quiet on the patio every morning with your coffee or at the coffee shop with your closest friends? Oh, patio for sure. You know, all my closest friends, I'm not sure both of them could make it. So, (laughs) um, yeah, I definitely like those quiet mornings. Your wife's right there. You could have scored brownie points and you didn't. Way to go. Yeah. Yeah, You missed it. Unbelievable. (laughs) She knows I like to have my coffee in peace. Peace Yeah, he he wouldn't even pick me with having coffee with. Just like, leave me alone. Let me wake up. (laughs) He's not the morning person like I am. And and so, you know, and and that is. But Alicia, would you, would you have it with friends or, or do you kind of like some quiet time in the morning when you start? Um, I, I actually, first thing in the morning, I do like to have the quiet time. I really do. I, I enjoy that. And, and outside on the patio, there's nothing better than that in the morning. Hmm. Yeah, it it is. I, I think we all have that need for solace when we begin our day, whether it's just to collect our thoughts, uh, to have that nice warm cup of coffee and uh, just mentally prepare for what we know we need to get done. And if you need a checklist, you know, a lot of people create checklists in their mind during the morning hours to know what they need to do. Uh, But you want a checklist when it comes to retirement. Hmm. Guess what? The Lehman Lewis team has just the right thing for you. In fact, I've downloaded my own. All you have to do is input your uh, email address at laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. And uh, just forward slash the word list or look when you go to laymanlewisresources.com, look for the checklist challenge. And it's just a a quick three-page reference for you to know are you really prepared when you when you're thinking about your retirement? Maybe you are that somebody that is a do-it-yourselfer. Are you really prepared? And then when you're done filling that out, reach out to our Lehman Lewis team, and and we would love to sit down and, and go over it with you to make sure that you're on track. Nine seven zero four four six one two three four nine seven zero four four six one two three four. Now, Josh, um, also thinking about our retirement, would you rather? Do all of the fun stuff at the beginning of your retirement or plan to do just one or two small trips early on, but then wait and see if you can still afford the travel later in your retirement? That's a that's kind of a funny question. I think, you know, I would I would lean towards maybe doing the fun stuff on the front end, right? Because you want to think about sort of age and ability. And I think a lot of people have these ideas of I want to do these certain things. You know, if you have a bucket list goal of climbing Kilimanjaro. Don't wait till you're 75, yeah, right? Probably, you want to do that. Not a good thing. You know, so I think fun is also sort of this wide-ranging, ambiguous sort of definition of when you're younger and more capable, there's a lot of things you want to do that you consider fun. And as you progress in age, maybe just having the grandkids over and, you know, doing something outside with them is also going to be considered a fun thing. So 
definitely kind of look at what you want to do and how your income plan is going to support that. Because for so many people, we talk about having more income on the front end because they're more active, they're more able, and they want to do a lot of stuff with the expectation that, hey, when we get older, we're going to slow down a little bit and we're going to do less selective traveling and things like that. So, so what do you want? What What do you recommend I do, Josh? Oh, that's a tough one. I'd say therapy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe three times a week. I saw a therapist, and oh, he increased man. my uh, my rate because he said now he has to go get therapy. <laughs> I don't doubt that. Oh, my gosh. Oh, but see, that's the fun you can have right here at our kitchen table at Lehman Lewis, folks, is just to sit down. And, and we, like, we like to give each other a hard time. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, you're joining the family, and we would love to have you be a part of the Lehman Lewis family, 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234. In fact, Alicia, Josh brings up a really good point. Um, as you're building a budget in retirement that's designed to allow you to do things, you know, during your early years of retirement and then as you get into the different stages, but you also have to prepare for health care costs down the road, long-term care potentially. There are a lot of things to think about when you're preparing for those retirement years. Absolutely. I think, again, this comes back to so many people forget that uh, there's a lot more to planning for retirement than just your investments. You know, when we, I, I feel like I'm just repeating myself. So if I am, forgive me, but I feel like people just don't realize how much goes into the planning process and how we are looking at making sure that you have that healthcare plan, that investment plan, the tax plan, the legacy plan, and um, the income plan, because all of those work so closely together. You you look at even just you know long term care, or I'm sorry, like healthcare expenses in retirement. Um, and we talked about this, I think, uh, last week, where it really. I guess statistically right now they're saying it costs about $250,000 um, in retirement for health care. And so really we've got a plan for all of that. And so if you don't have a plan, don't wait. Don't wait until it's too late or until you're saying, dang it, I should have called them six months ago. Don't put on your seatbelt when you see a tree coming. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Right. Well, but, and you talked about that two hundred fifty, three hundred thousand dollars that Fidelity is rating that you need to spend in retirement. That doesn't in include long term care. That's right. just your health care expenses. So, yes. I mean, you're talking big figures when it comes to health care and long term care. And it's not something that you have to say, "Oh my gosh, I have to save two hundred fifty thousand dollars for health care," and in addition you know, probably another $250,000 for long-term care. That's where we make sure that it's covered within the plan that we build for you so that you're not in trouble when or if that does end up happening, that you end up in, you know, a, a case where you need the care. So we have about uh, three and a half minutes left in the, the show today. Chuck, let's talk about building that plan what are some of the options for someone who wants to help make sure that their income will last throughout their retirement and building that retirement income plan, that paycheck that they're going to get in retirement? Well, you know, it's it's goes back to the diversification and making sure that you're you don't have all your eggs in one basket. And uh, you know, we have 
a bucket system here that we use, and we've used it. I've used it my entire career, where you'll have you know X amount of money in the first bucket, and you're going to be using that. And then the next bucket is after the first bucket's gone. And then the third bucket, when you get to that, and usually it's five-year increments. We do this uh, for a purpose uh, primarily is we know that things are going to change. And it's usually going to change within a five-year period. So we have it to where you're ready for change if something happens. But getting back to it, first, first bucket, you're drawing income off of that for five years. Then at the end of the five years, you start on bucket number two. And at the end of the, you know, the next five years, which now 10 years gone by, now the money that sat there in bucket number three has now gone back to where you started from in the beginning. And you start the whole process over again. And this is where people get that freedom of knowing that they're not going to outlive their income, which is one of the biggest concerns that retirees have right now is, gosh, should I go on a vacation? Should I take the kids to Disney World, whatever? Because I'm afraid I'm going to outlive my income. You don't need to live in that kind of stress and that kind of uh, what it's not financial freedom. And that's what we want to give you here at Lehman Lewis Financial Group is a plan that you can see what's going to happen 5, 10. That's why we always say 5, 10, 15 years down the road, you know what's going to happen. And wouldn't that be a, a better situation to go into retirement knowing rather than hoping? Because, you know, if you're just dependent on the market to uh, cooperate, how do, how's that making you feel right now? How many of you out there feel like the market is going to cooperate with you over the next year, let alone the next 10 years? We don't know. I mean, it could, it could not. But why take that at risk? All right, so the final would you rather of the show. Would you rather create a legacy and estate plan or would you have rather have your family sort everything out after you've uh, passed away? Uh, uh, no comment. That is a <laughs> no-brainer. So would create you rather would you rather do it yourself or would you rather work with Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff and our Layman Lewis team? That's an easy one too. I'd rather work with the Layman Lewis team. Yeah. Cuz I do. <laughs> well, that's a good thing, Chuck. Because you, you you know you help bring uh, levity to the to the office and knowledge uh, to our retirees. So high no five. Comment. No comment over here from the <laughs> peanut yeah, gallery. Sometimes those two things are disproportionate. But uh, I understand. <laughs> we, we take what we can get. Oh, well, guys, thanks for playing along. Um, always good to be with you. Uh, have a, a great week, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Thanks, Bruce. Thanks. Thanks. Have a good week yourself. We will see you next week right here on the NOCO Retirement Report. Hey, this is Alicia Lewis. Thanks so much for joining us on the show today. Hopefully you heard something that is going to help you plan for your retirement. As always, if you have any specific questions, please feel free to give me a call. 970-446-1200. Three, four. Again, that's 970-446-1234. So we offered a couple of the free retirement guides. These guides are going to be really helpful information to prepare for retirement. So if you want to get any of these guides that we talked about today, go to laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. Have a great weekend and we'll talk to you next week. 
Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AEWM and Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal, any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally referred to fixed insurance products. Never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the in- issuing carrier. The radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Lehman Lewis Financial Group. The radio show is a paid placement.